Welcome to the Your Bold Life podcast. I'm Val Selby and I'm an empowerment coach to women over 40. I take a stand that it's time for you to take your turn in life. How often are you finding yourself doing that? Nice deep breaths. Are you doing it because you're angry? Are you doing it as a reset? Are you doing it because you don't know what the fuck else to do? I'm working on taking a nice deep breath more often because all of the changes that have happened in 2020 were driving me insane. They were driving me insane. So, Business-wise and personal, I was set on live events for my business and for my personal, for, for things that I wanted to hold and for traveling to some events. Uh, Hubby and I had events that we, or not events, had vacations that we were planned. I mean, we had so much stuff planned for 2020. Um, we're finally absolute empty nesters and in a spot where we could do the traveling because we didn't have to set things up for, you know, who was going to take the kids to where. Um, and then fucking COVID, which is a phrase regularly used in, in our house, fucking COVID. Um, it's, it's the blame for anything. <laughs> but it happened and it just destroyed my business plans. Now, all of 2020, my business goal at you, Your Bold Life was about uh, live events. In fact, Your Bold Life Live was supposed to be happening next weekend. I still have it on my calendar, and I'm not quite sure if that's a good or a bad thing. It's there, and I look at it, and it does make me a little bit sad. Not as sad as it did before, um, it does make me a little bit sad that it's not going to be happening. However, I look at it and I'm like, you know what? It's not happening next weekend, but it's going to happen. And that live event was supposed to be going into a retreat. These are things that I have wanted to hold and do for years, but I was too scared to fucking jump and do it. So at the beginning of the year, I got it together. I put my big girl panties on and I planned the first start of the event. I got a sponsor. I signed my contract. I picked the dates. I did the super scary thing of asking a couple of friends to be speakers at it, which was stupid that it was scary, but it was. Uh, bless them for laughing with me while I was telling them how scary it was. It's ridiculous. These are people I've hugged. <laughs> and it was, but it was such a big move for me. I wanted this stuff for so long and actually going after it was scary shit. And then no doubt I signed that contract and the world shut down just a couple of weeks after that. And I went into a tailspin because we have all of this unknown. So I couldn't quite cancel things yet because we didn't know if it was going to open back up. 
I was in absolute limbo because I couldn't really work on the next steps. I did not know what I was going to do. And then of course we had canceled everything and I spent months in a circle spinning going, now what? I legit had no idea what I wanted to do. I was in such a tailspin because I was so focused and I was so excited that I had stepped out of my comfort zone and made these big plans finally, only to be like shot straight in the back after making those plans. No, no joke. I went like, oh, well, maybe it's not supposed to happen. And that's why maybe this is the universe telling me it's not supposed to happen, which is why now I do still have the event on my calendar, on my phone, it's going to tell me what I should be doing on that day, actually the three days that I had planned out. And I'm really looking at it more as a positive thing now, instead of the, oh my God, it's supposed to be happening. We should be there. We should all be together. Um, looking at it now as the fact that, you know what? Those were huge, bold moves for me to do at the beginning of the year. And I'm really fucking proud of myself for doing them. And here's the thing for 2021. Now those moves won't be so scary. I've already made those moves. I've already committed before. So it's not the first time I'm doing them. So I'm looking at it as, well, that was just practice, right? That was practice for me to start talking to people about it and to get them excited about it and they were excited about it, which is the awesome thing. So I already know people will get excited about it, which is one of those things that was, out, was one of my worries, right? Oh, nobody's going to want to do this. Nobody's going to want to come and talk at it. Nobody's, you know, all of those things, all of the self-doubt. Now I know that that is not a legit reason not to go out there and talk to people about it. So I'm looking at it as I got a practice run for all the scary stuff, jumped out of my comfort zone. I'm that much further ahead for next year, right? That much further ahead. Now comfort zones, that was pre-COVID when all of that was going down. Um, feels like another lifetime. But what kind of comfort zones can you still push yourself in out of right now? What is, what is something that's keeping you doing the same old, same old, and don't say fucking COVID, doing the same old, same old thing and not looking for ways that you can be changing? Now, there is a lot of different stuff that does not take going out into the world, into danger, um, setting yourself up for any risk. There's plenty of things that we can brainstorm to figure out that you can do. You know, even, even things as like going for hikes that are longer, uh, canoeing, you know, kayaking, any of that stuff. You know, there's, the sky is literally the limit right now because we have been forced to make so many changes but we need to figure out what we're going to put during that time. Uh, I know for me, I can only binge watch and oh my God, I can't even believe I'm saying this. I can only binge watch TV so much. I've hit, I, I hit my limit. I never thought that I would ever hit my limit as a TV movie junkie, but I have hit my limit. 
And that was weird because then all of a sudden I was like, that's, it doesn't relax me anymore. It's almost a chore to try and figure out what TV show I want to watch or what do I want to watch today? There's just so many other things that I guess I want to do now. I don't know. Maybe that's just an old lady thing that's starting to hit, but I know that that's just a spot where I've hit right now. I just don't want to sit there and watch TV anymore because I've done it. I did it. We did it for months while we were trying to adjust. So I've said yes to quite a few new things. And one of those new things is way out of my comfort zone. And it is that I have a uh, chapter in a book that's coming out this fall. And this, even though I write so much, so I'm writing this chapter for a book and even though I do a lot of writing, I talk on here, I, I am, I always say I am an open book so you can ask me anything. Once I started writing, I started hitting a, a wall because I was talking about things that were super personal and so then I was actually working through some of those things that I was discussing on the, in my chapter at the same time, because all of a sudden I was writing stuff. And then I was like, Oh, wow. I didn't realize that that, that was the case. And it got, it got a little personal to the fact that some people, well, not some people, people, people that are in, in their, in my story, in my chapter will probably recognize that they're in it. Um, part of it, I was a little bit vague, but um, I had, I had to go into uh, one, one part with my dad. I have an amazing relationship with my parents, amazing relationship. However, this just is a part that created part of my story and I wrote about it in there. And when I first hit the send to somebody who's reading it, who I've known for a little while now and completely trust when I hit send, I was scared shitless. I was like, wow, I just did that. Somebody else is going to read that. Knowing that I could go and change it all I wanted, but I was writing something that I had not ever talked to anybody about. And it was like a, oh my God moment. <laughs> now, luckily one of my coaching clients, she is also in the book. So she was writing her chapter. And as soon as I hit send, I, or I wasn't even, I didn't even hit send. It was while I was trying to hit send, you know, that moment where you're like, oh my God, I need to do this. Um, I need to do this. I need to hit send. I need backup. So I hit her up on the Voxer really quick and said, all right. I just want to find out if you're having the same feelings that I'm having right now. I'm about to hit send on this and it's scaring the crap out of me to hit send. And so we went back and forth and, and she was having the same issues and we worked out the fact that, you know what? People may, people may recognize themselves in our stories. We were not rude. Um, we did not put anybody down personally. Nobody was named, no events, you know, all of that stuff. Um, but, but they might recognize that they were a part of, they're part of our story. And what will that mean? 
what will that mean if they come and talk to us about it? So that was the scary part, right? You're in like, what, what would that mean? And I was like, oh God, then we're going to have to talk about it. And as soon as I had said that out loud, then I went, wait, that just means we have to, we get to talk about it. No, we have to, because I don't have to, right? I don't have to talk to them about it. It's my story. It's the way that I felt it. It's the way that I lived it. If I don't want to talk to them about it, if I think that they're going to be rude, then I don't have to talk about it. But what if I look at the fact that maybe, you know what, maybe this is going to open a door for some communication for stuff that happened previously. Now, all of this is circling back because it's comfort zone, right? Comfort zone. But my part in the book is when I started making boundaries for myself. And for me, that is definitely why I was starting to get that, that, that freak out mode because I, as I was writing my story of when this major transformation happened in my life, I started kind of going back just a little bit, not a lot. It didn't take me totally back to those feelings anymore because I'm over that, but it did take me back to, to, you know, enough of those feelings that I was just like, wow. I hated that feeling back then and I don't want to ever feel it again. And at this time right now, I know that boundaries are a little bit wishy-washy. I know, I know for me, I've let my boundaries get wishy-washy again, just because nothing's been absolute normal. And I, I've been realizing that my boundaries are not there. Um, And you know how I realize that my boundaries are not there. I'm getting angry. I get angry over stupid stuff. And it's because I'm not communicating what I need and what I would like others to do in my life. So by getting out of my comfort zone and writing that book, it reminded me to get my boundaries back in place, to to figure out what I need right now to give myself permission to change what I need right now. Which I have, I have permission to change at any time. Just because my normal six months ago was a certain way and these are the things that I needed at that time, doesn't mean at any time they're gonna be my normal and what I need. As I grow and change, my needs and my wants are going to grow and change as well. So by pushing send, and especially the last send, when I did my edits and I resent it, when I resent it the second time with the edits, I felt amazing. I didn't, I was so comfortable out of that comfort zone having sent it. I felt so good about the fact that I was sharing something that will hopefully help you and others, other women out there, realize that you can make changes at any time. And you set the boundaries of what you want your life to be and how you want to be treated. So comfort zones and boundaries. Those are two giant topics, are they not? (laughs) I would love it if you figured out something that you can do that's gonna take you out of your comfort zone 
like I said, is it going on a hike? Uh, is it is it going kayaking? Kayaking for me is scary shit. I have a fear of drowning. I do not want to drown. So being in a kayak, uh, I know that they've changed a lot, but all I envision is those like extreme river people going down the ca- on the kayaks and they're like flipping upside down and, and shit. And I like, oh my God. But I've been, I've been talking myself into going and renting a kayak. I'm just going and doing it. Going and doing something different because I'm pretty sure that they're a lot safer than they, they seem to be in my head. <laughs> and I'm not going to go down a giant river. I'm just going to put it in a super, super chill lake, right? <laughs> so I have to stop thinking worst case scenario and just remember that I can just start small with something and just venture out just a little bit. So I encourage you to venture out just a little bit. Now, if you are finding yourself really getting angry and realizing that you don't have any boundaries whatsoever, or that you need to revisit and reset your boundaries. I have a self-study course uh, workshop that is called Bold Boundaries, and I will put the link in the show notes. This is a a quick little workshop. Um, Some of it might be a little bit difficult if you've got to work through some, some hard, hard relationships that you've let get a little out of control. However, you'll start improving your happiness almost immediately. It's crazy how much boundaries improve your happiness. So I'd love for you to work on your boundaries just a little bit even. And if you need any help with just, just a little bit, um, my, my biggest tip for boundaries, and it's a super easy one, is to figure out those people that are making you happy and figure out how you can spend more time with them. Because as you spend more time with them, you have less time for the people that are pissing you off and treating you poorly. That's my big, my big easy tip for starting to set boundaries. So thank you for joining me today. I look forward to continuing to guide you into creating your bold life because you deserve to live as your best self.